Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What level are you playing at in life, in your health, in your relationships, in your craft? Are you playing at the kindergarten level, the high school level, the university level, or the pro league? It's one of the most powerful questions you could ask yourself. Hold your station, this education is relevant. The motivation through conversation is evident. We're talking spiritual body, mind, development. This is the manhood experiment. Before we continue, we need your help. We'd like to reach more like-minded people just like you and share our knowledge on personal growth, health, and success. So can you do us a favor and in your podcast app, hit the subscribe button and give us a five-star review and leave us an encouraging comment. Do it right now while you listen to this episode. That will help us know you're listening and that you care and that little action will help us reach more folks. Now back to our show. All right, everyone, welcome back to the Manhood Experiment. In this episode, we're going to ask a very simple question. What level are you playing at in life, in your health, in your relationships, in your craft? What level are you playing at? It's one of the most powerful questions I believe you could ask yourself. I think it's important because many times we blame make excuses, just settle for average results, and don't realize we're actually a cause of our own results. Many times that's the case. So stay tuned. This is a very short but powerful episode. I want to check in with my boy, Dreams. Jay's traveling right now. Dreams, what are you grateful for, man? What are you doing today? Man, um, do you know, do you know... <laughs> you don't have that that frog voice. Nah, you, nah. You I'm yeah. at the frog this morning, man. I had to sing, man. Yeah. There's a song called Do You Know What the Day Is? And the response yeah. is, It's my anniversary. Nice. Happy anniversary. So me and wifey celebrating six years of togetherness, wholeness, love, strength, endurance, yeah, growth. You know, this wonderful relationship I have. And I read this quote the other day. It was like, divorce is hard. Marriage is hard. Choose your heart. Obesity is hard. Being fit is hard. Choose your heart. Mm -hmm. Like, it kind of resonated with me. And me and my wife talked about it just for a bit. She was like, there's no perfect lifestyle. It's always going to come with some type of difficulty. It's just, what would you rather have? And what are you willing to deal with and push through to gain that particular lifestyle? What are you going to be more right. comfortable with? Poverty is hard. Being rich, I'm sure, can be hard. It has its own challenges. Everything's going to have more challenges. The famous poet says, more money, more problems. <laughs> but yeah, baby, yeah. It's Biggie Smalls reference. But yeah, man, I'm, I'm grateful, though, overall. I kind of took us on a tangent, but I'm excited about this episode because it ties right in. No, I feel like just off the bat, and mind you folks, we record these things Saturday morning. You know, we love to just like sleep in and get up and be refreshed. 
and then try to record these things. But the thing is, you're dropping nuggets early this morning, Dreams. Man, I've been going through a lot of growth. It's a growth time for mm -hmm. me, and I'm feeling it. Nice. Baby boy, six months, finally crawling, becoming a little more independent. Wow. And there's a difficulty that comes with that celebration, right? That mm -hmm. means now I got to keep eyes on him. I just can't set him and then think he's yeah. going to be there without me looking up and checking on him. This boy is crawling. He's fast. <laughs> yeah. He's a scrapper. <laughs> he's not a stage where you can just set it and forget can't it. Can't set, set it and forget, forget it. it. No, not, not at all, man. You look up, he's on top of the show. How'd you get up there? Yeah. You can't even walk yet. Right. <laughs> <laughs> This is hilarious. All jokes aside, he's not on any shelves. For people listening, like, your baby's on the shelf, call the people. Yeah, yeah. Call the people on, <laughs> on Dreams. What's going on? Oh, shoot. You know, lately I've been doing some... I went to the Fire Islands and I shot some amazing footage. Mm -hmm. And I was editing this thing. And for the past several months, I would say this entire year, I've been learning how to color film. And it's something that I've just dedicated a lot of time and hours and just like learning the intricacies. If you ever see how Hollywood colors their film, it looks different than watching something. Yeah, it completely changes the story. Yeah, yeah. It just brings out the emotion and stuff. And for a moment, I just stepped back and realized, you know what? I've been playing at a higher level at this because I just spent hours and hours doing this. And I was just like, this is what it takes to reach a level of what I'll get into is something we call pro league, but I'm not a pro league. I'm just playing at probably high school, university level. I'm still learning and learning. Mm -hmm. But this is what it takes to reach a high level of something. And, you know, a few years ago, I started business and I was learning from a mentor and he saw me at times were just unfocused and, you know, just wasn't too serious about it. And he said to me in business, he asked me this question, what level are you playing at? Mm. You're playing at the kindergarten level, the high school level, the university level or the pro league. Mm. And what he really meant by this was, are you performing at your highest level? Are you giving your 100% of yourself. And he said, there's people that who play at 60% and guess what they get? They get 60% of the results they mm -hmm. want. And there's people playing at 100%. And what do you think those people are going to get? So while I was just learning this film coloring and stuff, it's just like, what other areas of my life that I could play at this level? And this mm -hmm. is where I was thinking about this for the past week and this topic came about. And it's, in essence, what Kobe described as the Mamba mentality. And people who have played at this pro league, I'll give you a couple examples, like Michael Jordan, Usain Bold, Serena Williams, LeBron James, Roger Federer, Rafael Nadal, mm -hmm. Tom Brady, Michael Phelps, Lionel Messi, mm -hmm. Cristiano Ronaldo, Albert Einstein, at a time when he was alive, obviously, Steve Jobs, Winston Churchill, yeah. Warren Buffett. Those are people you all recognize. And guess what? They played at something at a pro league. And they. I just want to make this note, right? It doesn't have to be 10 things. It doesn't have to be three things. It's just one thing they played at, at a high level. And Dreams, I want to bring you in this conversation. My question, and I'll be asking you, we'll go back and forth on this. But yeah. a question I have for you, and this is for the listener as well too. Who do you admire for playing at a pro league and it doesn't have to be sports or someone famous but this is important because it serves as a reminder and as an anchor to okay 
this is a person that I know that plays at this league? Mm, no, that's a great question. So as far as an athlete, just to kind of continue the metaphor, right? Mm-hmm. I would say uh, Stephen Curry. I really, mm. of course, we all know he's playing at the most professional league. Like he's the all-time greatest three-point shooter of all time now. And um, mm-hmm. just watching his journey, I saw a movie the other day, a documentary of his journey uh, from when he was in high school to how there was really only one school that wanted him was, uh, I think it was Davidson College or David College, and how he developed this relationship with this coach who, even though his first game, he was really about to blow that game, and he did blow that game, they put him back in the ring, you know, mm-hmm. say, okay, well, the only way to learn how to shine with this type of pressure is to put yourself back under that environment in that type of pressure so you can develop the skill set to play at that level. And, you know, that was college hoops. So for me, that's something I admire because uh, a lot of pieces about that story, I'm going to kind of spoiler alert, y'all, is that, you know, mm-hmm. if you see Stephen Curry, he doesn't have the physique of, say, a LeBron James, right? Right. He doesn't have necessarily the hops or the athleticism of a Westbrook, for example, who mm-hmm. is just a high flyer or a John Morant. That's not his skill set per se. It's just crazy athleticism. But his strengths are his skill, what he's developed through practice and repetition and muscle memory and doing things consistently over time. And those are the things that I truly admire. Like I said on the last podcast, I believe I found my word in life, which is consistency and trying to find ways I can be consistent at the job and at home and making sure I'm the same person. Just watching this, uh, another movie, another ball reference. I love basketball, if y'all ain't know. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> uh, but another hoop story is this movie called, what is it called? It's on Apple TV. And it's called, gosh, God, 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 God. I can't even think of the show, but they have a phrase called a 24-hour person. Someone who's there, you can rely on 24 hours of the day. They're the same person 24 hours of the day, and they're going to give you the same energy 100% 24 hours a day. And that stuck with me because it 100% locks in with the word consistency. And I feel that if I'm going to be playing at 100% at my most professional level, at my 100 would be based on me being consistent. 24 hours of the day. How can I find ways Mm -hmm. to do that? How can I find ways to train that muscle to become more dependable in all relationships? Because that's truly when uh, your reputation is connected with that and then opportunities connected with reputation. And that just opens the door to so many things. So that would be my way of finding that peace to be that 100% level for me. So that's why I said Stephen Curry, that's who somebody I admire, who I think is really doing it consistently at the highest level as far as an athlete. Mm -hmm. And then seeing that he's doing it and managing the family life as well. You see that he's a consistent father. He's loyal to his wife. He's constantly seen in interactions with his family. And that's something that I love to see. That's something that I value. So it's not just what he's doing on the court, but what I'm seeing, you know, what I see as far as the representative off the court. I don't know him personally, (laughs) but from what I see, Mm -hmm. those are things that I admire. And I hope that if I do meet him, that those are things that reflect. They say, don't meet your heroes, right? (laughs) And that's the thing. You don't have to see their everyday life, but the results when they go on the court or, for example, like, I don't know Cristiano Ronaldo or Lionel Messi. 
but I bet you that they're doing like day in day out since they were kids they're being like practicing and playing and learning and developing their craft and the results speak for themselves mm -hmm. there's so many great footballers but there's only very few have reached their level yeah and that shows you while you could say gifted like if cristiano ronaldo wasn't practicing every day working out being fit staying healthy keeping his mind sharp you think he would be playing at that level and I think what you said, there's a really good point. Consistency is one of the most powerful attributes of playing at this level. And I think someone who I admire, to answer my own question, who do you admire playing in the pro league? Yeah. You know, I grew up reading Stephen King. Mm. And that's the author of Salem's Lot and It's and the horror classics. And like, <laughs> have you ever tried writing one page and see how long that takes? It takes time. Stephen King writes, yeah, it takes time to write something. Now it takes even more time to write a book. That guy has produced, like, the quality of writing and to produce that level of books that he produced and the thickness of the books and these amazing stories. To me, I just remember spending, you know, school holidays, you're home, you're bored. Back in Trinidad, I didn't have much activities or cable TV or things like that, you know. Yeah. So I would like be reading and not remembering that and how well he wrote things and how well he'd been doing it over these years and still writing to this day. Mm -hmm. So that's one person that I admire that just plays and the same thing. It goes to that playing at that pro league consistency over time yeah finding people that inspire you is a big piece yeah. of keeping that drive keeping that motivation mm -hmm. every person who became great yep. has admired someone else in the game so here's the second question for you yeah what you got where in your life and this is coming back to you now where in your life have you stepped up your game and play at the pro league Something that you've dedicated hours, weeks, months, or even years to develop and just stayed consistent with it, crafted that. One thing where I say I'm playing at the pro league is um my relationship with my kids. Before my kids, mm -hmm. I had my nephews. So I had time to develop these skills at a younger age to where now where I have young kids myself, having that practice with my nephews early, even though that wasn't the preferred situation or ideal situation at that time, because I was still trying to gather myself as a young man, it gave me a mm -hmm. lot of preparation when my kids arrived. And I'm like, I know what to do in this situation. I'm confident of what move to make. Right. Like Stephen Curry said, he put so many hours in the game to where now that he's in the NBA, the game feels slower. So he can process things faster and have faster mm -hmm. solutions to respond and react to have counters to his counters, right? So if something's going down with the babies, as far as the relationship of understanding how to communicate with them and how to raise them and knowing when to discipline and when to listen and when to just adjust, those pieces feel like they're coming a lot more natural to me than what they probably would have been if this is literally my first time with kids. I had my nephew when he was a baby, like mm -hmm. I was 16 and I bring them dropping them off here, picking up here, and then even in college, bringing them on school campus as an infant to where people that he was my kid at one time. I was like, no, no, he's not my kid. It's my nephew. <laughs> you know, I'm focused. I'm focused. <laughs> but that's one place where I feel like I'm playing at NBA level. I'm doing this. That's one thing I'm proud of. 
my pride and joy and I love it, you know? Another piece mm-hmm. to where I say I'm a G leaguer. I'm not the NBA, but um, I'm mm-hmm. G leaguing it. Like it's still professional level, yeah. but it's not exactly where right. you want to be with it. It would be with music, right? So I have all the skills. I have all this experience mm. over time. I put in my 10,000 hours to understand the technology, to understand the theory of music, where a lot of people have kind of felt like that's a lost art, to where technology makes it easy. AI can help you right. stay in tune. It, you don't even have to know what key you're in. It will automatically put you and correct mm. the pitch that you're in. But knowing the theory to that, knowing how that works, makes me actually more creative to using the technology, right? Yeah. So that's where I would say I'm a G-leaguer in that art because there's still another level above that I know that there's another potential to reach. And that's the reason I would say that. Hey, listeners, this is Big Dreams. And I just wanted to take a moment to thank you all for listening to today's episode of The Manhood Experiment. Please follow us on TikTok and Instagram at Manhood Experiment. There, you'll find the latest giveaways and some very funny behind-the-scenes moments. Now, back to the show. I would add to that because there was this time you invited me to, I think you and Brandon was performing at the boardwalk and want to see you guys there. And, you know, when sometimes when you hear artists performing and they come out with some music, it's, you know, average, but... I went there and I was blown away to see you guys and see how you perform at a live audience and how you interacted. I would say that was something like, wow, you're good at it. You're really good at it. And your music is obviously amazing. The lyrics, the way you're spinning out that lyrics, but just like as a performer, that was the first time I see you perform. Mm. And that's not an easy skill to develop. And you've developed that over the years. Yeah. Though. And uh, yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, I saw that. And I was like, damn, I need to have this guy on, collaborate with this guy on something. <laughs> so. Nah, I appreciate that for sure. And even that was a journey. I remember in college shows, there's yeah. like little talent shows that you do just to any opportunity to practice. And uh, we did this college show and I brought out this artist and, you know, they started booing her. Then mm. I had to completely break from the lyrics and like, what are y'all doing? This is a fellow female, right. you know, female artist on stage rapping. And we tearing her down. Right. That's what we're going to do. Literally learning how to engage with people and change their energy and project my own thoughts of influence became the skill. So music mm-hmm. is the conduit, right? That I can yeah. practice and perfect this skill. But it's really the skill of influence and sharing perspective in a way that people can understand and identify with that experience. And I think that's what the mm-hmm. piece of music, that of my music, that connects people. I'm telling stories, personal stories, and I've gotten so good at right. that piece of it to where even though I may be an artist you haven't heard of before, like you said, you're the first time seeing me perform, it still mm-hmm. connected you in that moment instantaneously outside of the music how it made you feel right yeah and i want the listener to take this as a perfect example you need to find your own reference point at what Mm -hmm. level that you know you're capable of playing at for dreams you know his relationship with kids his family and then his music he knows that he performs at a very high level at those things and so for you the listener when you hear that 
Think about where in your life have you played at such a high level that you're so proud of it. You can hear from Dream's enthusiasm. He's so proud of his kids and his performances and his music. And that definitely shows. So I want you guys to take that into consideration. A place I am feeling proud of these days is definitely in the cinematography field. I've been kind of dabbing at it like, you know, over the years. But this year, let me just actually put some time and effort and really look into this and build that skill level. So I moved from kindergarten to high school mm -hmm. to university level, but I'm just proud of it. And I know what I'm capable yeah. of. Now, here's another question. Now that you know that you have this reference point of playing at a high level, and this is a question for you, dreams and the listener. Now, what's an area of your life you feel you need to up your game and play at the same level of intensity as you did with, for example, your music or your family? And it doesn't have to be like, you don't need to play at a, a pro league level, but you can play at a higher level. Mm -hmm. So for me, an area to where there's a, definitely a opportunity to play at another level, there's two pieces to this question, two ways to interpret mm -hmm. it. One way could be, yeah. you know that you're already skilled enough to be in this particular league. You just haven't found your opportunity to be in that particular mm -hmm. league, right? So say like you're a G leaguer. And you know you play at the NBA level. You just haven't found that opportunity. You had the right eyes watch you play to help you say, you know what? Let's give you a tryout. Let's give you an opportunity to show us what you got at this level. Mm -hmm. Or you could say and take that question into a way of, I'm playing at this level, but I know I could be giving it 40 more percent to really mm -hmm. break through to the next level because there's opportunity for me to put more time into this, to put more practice into this, to invest mm -hmm. the way that I need to invest in this skill or in this process or this project to make it what it needs to be, right? So those are the two ways I can see that question. Yeah. I'll answer it from the second perspective of there's more opportunity to where I can give more, right? I'm going to say my personal health, honestly. I'm naturally athletic, right? I can hit the gym. God's blessed me with good metabolism, so I don't have to work too hard to sustain it. But if I really wanted to be my best self, I could wake up earlier. I could prepare more as far as the nighttime to make sure lunch is prepared for the kids so I could have that morning time instead of prepping mm -hmm. everything. I could maybe take 40 minutes to work out and make that a more consistent part of my life to help I want to enhance my diet to help my, just the timing in the morning. It will make me more timely as well. Just that preparation at night. So maybe it's not even just health, but I'm seeing as I'm speaking about it. And that's what I love about this show. It kind of takes you down mm -hmm. a rabbit hole to really identify what's in the way, you know? Right. So I would say not even my physical health, but my preparation, the habits, and, my preparation, yeah, the my habits, yeah. my routine. Mm. I could be playing at a higher level with those pieces. Try and find ways maybe to get to sleep a little earlier. I know I got baby boys, so mm -hmm. we got to feed them at 12. Then we can get our six hours of sleep. But seeing that he's in habit, you know, maybe I could change that excuse of, I know he's going to rest until 12. Let me push and get this workout in at 10 p.m because that's the time that I can do it. Making that habit, taking that time while he's resting before 12 to 
put things in place to make my morning easier, to make my wife's morning easier. Mm-hmm. These are things that I really could be doing with that evening time to make that more productive for me. And I'm sure that would just have all types of benefits and rewards from just doing those simple things and making that even more consistent. I like that answer. You kind of answered the fourth question I had there as well, because, and I want to listen to get this dreams. Okay. He's playing at a high level of music, et cetera. He knows the level of intensity he could bring. He's seeing now, okay, health is another area, but what he needs to put in place. And that's a question. The third question was where you could up your game. And the fourth question I had, which dreams answered is what do you need to put in place to make this happen? Mm. So you identify like I could be playing at, and we could all improve our health. I'm in the same category. I'm playing probably 60%, as I said, in the health category. You know, that means getting a workout, get my nutrition, get my hydration, everything, sleep and stuff. But it's like, okay, you identify that area you could improve on and you know the level of intensity that you could bring to Mm -hmm. it. Now, what do you need to put in place? And you heard dreams, what he said. It's like getting better sleep, getting up a little bit earlier, prepping the kids, having more of that, freeing up that little more space of his time. So it's all these little things that you need to put in place to bring that level of intensity. And I love that you identify one year in your life because people who don't know dreams, he's a busy guy. He has a career. He has music as a side gig. He has family. He has two young kids to take care of and he still plays at a high level at everything he does so i appreciate that t yeah yeah what about you rather i was yeah, gonna yeah. ask you the same question where yeah. do you think that i'll ask you for the second interpretation mm-hmm. based on where you want to be what league do you think you are are you a casual hooper are you a college hooper are you, you know a g leaguer or you see yourself in the NBA, and what is that particular skill set that you would like to develop so you can be in the NBA, or are you playing in the NBA, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I was going to answer that with the help piece, but I think when it comes to one of my recent passions of cinematography, I think what I'm playing at right now is, I would say, more like a university level kind of not high school, but a little better than that. Mm-hmm. I think for me, one of the things to put in place is also continue my learning from other people and get in real world practice mm-hmm. and networking with other people, which I've already started. So that means joining communities locally in Vegas, as well as in online. Mm-hmm. I recently signed up for this art of documentary. They have some amazing courses there. And really sharing space and learning what other people are doing in that space and how other people are promoting their ideas and turning their ideas into film and then going into launching their film careers from there. Mm. So I think it's just a full immersion. And it has to do, I think, the main thing and what you have to put in place is not only the practice in this field, but it's also getting to know other people in the field and getting to network with other people who's playing at that level or playing at a higher level and then watching what they're doing and following their lead as well. That's a big piece. Yeah, it's a very humbling experience too. Yeah, you spoke on something that I really like in that moment Mm -hmm. to where you were saying observing others that are doing what you're doing and 
building the relationships with those that are where you want to be and learning from them in that sense to how to enhance your skill. There's stories of like NBA legends like Kobe learning footwork from King Olajuwon and learning how Mm -hmm. to develop that inside footwork because that was a piece of his game that he didn't have, but he wanted. So you put yourself in these places to build these relationships. And I think that's important for anybody who's trying to get to the next level. You grow so much faster when you interact with others, Mm -hmm. you know? And I love that you added that and that you spoke on that. Yeah, because I think a lot of times we're sometimes in our own bubble and think, okay, I'm super great at this and our Mm -hmm. ego acts up. And then when we go out in the real world and we see other people, what they're doing is like, oh, I'm not that great as I thought I was, Mm -hmm. but let me use this in a positive way. Yeah, it hurt my ego a little bit, but let me use this in a positive way. That's real. That, okay, I could learn from this. And I think in anything, if you work in isolation like that, that could sometimes happen. Yeah. I mean, you Mm -hmm. can't call yourself a hooper or like for the, just to continue this example, you can't call yourself a hooper if you never get on the court with a team Mm -hmm. (laughs) to to actually see, you know, how you can compete in the actual, at that level. You got to put yourself in the game. Right. I have a friend that says you have to play in the arena. Mm. That's her quote. You have to get in the arena. So I want to leave the show with an experiment for you guys. And it's look at an area in your life, find one area that you're not at your best and Mm. make a decision and commitment to play at that highest level. That's the number one thing you have to do. Make that commitment. Identify first. What's that area that you want to improve and you want to be your best at? And then second, make that decision and commitment to play at that highest level. The third is asking this question, what you need to put in place to make this happen? Do you need to go and join a group where they're playing at a higher level than you or do some studying and some course and some learn, upgrade your skills? Or just as Dream said, getting a routine in place, getting your habits in place so you can push yourself to that level. You already know what you need to do. You just have to build a routine. Yes, sir. So that's the experiment I want to leave you guys with. Dreams, you want to add anything before we close off? Yeah, this is just on my heart, man. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it's my sixth anniversary with my wife. We had a conversation the other day, and I know that something I said, it hurt her. I broke one of our rules such as Mm. using general words, generalizations, like you always do this or you never do this. And I broke that rule. And I just want to take this time to publicly apologize to her because Mm. when you hurt somebody in private, they often tend to have to wear that in public without people knowing they've experienced it. So I wanted to take this time to publicly apologize to her for breaking that rule and owning that because I want this marriage i want this to be at the nba level so let's keep moving let's keep hooping baby love you girl happy six year anniversary to us we're gonna keep moving we're gonna keep growing and thank you all for the manhood experiment the mhe allowing us to grow with y'all y'all growing with us we love y'all we appreciate y'all i hope you love that experiment that you love this episode t you the man for life and we're gonna see y'all on the next episode of the manhood experiment we out we out boom (laughs) hey what's up this is big dreams 
Thank you for checking out today's episode of The Manhood Experiment. If you like today's episode, please subscribe and give us five stars. Not only does your feedback matter, but it helps us to connect with others just like you that find value in our weekly episodes. So subscribe, share, and speak with your friends and family about today's episode. And most importantly, take care of yourself, keep growing, and join us again on the next episode of The Manhood Experiment. Oh, my God.